Welcome to Destination Unknown, the podcast where we focus on falling in love with the journey. I'm your host, Blazik, and I'm excited to share the next hour with you. Hey, don't it just flow through me? Back when at first I came over me, I did not know what it's supposed to be. Remember them turning me down, but how could you ever say no to me? Well, guess I'm still right where I'm supposed to be, but you ain't see where I'm gonna take it. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Destination Unknown. I'm your host, Blazik. Appreciate you listening this week. Um, Today, I'm going to be riding solo, so this is going to be a solo episode. I used to do this on my last podcast, uh, my last two podcasts, actually. Podcast connoisseur. (laughs) Like to start and quit podcasts and then relaunch them. Um, But yeah, this is going to be a solo episode and I'm going to talk a little bit about why I'm doing this podcast, why I why I brought the, the old podcast back, renamed it, why I want to do it after pretty, you know, clearly stating on the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast that I didn't want to be doing any sort of podcasting or airing out my, my thoughts or, you know, any of that. So what kind of sparked the interest as far as me bringing back a podcast, why I wanted to do that. Then want to talk a little bit about thoughts on New Year's resolutions. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a big resolution guy. That's a lie. I, in the past, I've definitely set a ton of resolutions that are so extreme that I could only, I could only uphold them for maybe two weeks maximum. And then I crash and I burn myself out. So I'm, I'm, t- I'm kind of taking this shift in mindset this year where I'm just going to prioritize things that are important to me. So I want to talk a little bit about the things that I'm prioritizing for 2024, um, why they're important to me, what I'm going to do to ensure that, that those things happen, and then really like what, what it looks like to me. And then lastly, just kind of want to do a, a little bit of a reflection on 23 as a whole and what it looked like and then last or then uh what I want 2024 to be like so that's that's kind of what I have planned for this podcast so let's start at the top what am I doing or why am I doing this podcast after again clearly stating on the young fun and sober podcast that I didn't want to be didn't want to be doing a podcast or, or airing my thoughts out so this is kind of tricky because I don't really know the answer to that. All I know is that one day I felt a lot of inspiration to start creating again, which to me, honestly, is normally a sign that I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm probably in routine and I'm like really missing a creative outlet, but I did go off social media for a couple months and then I, I had to log back in on Instagram to get something out of my DMs. And it was like, you can't deactivate your account for another 14 days or month or whatever it was. And so I started browsing Instagram and then, you know, you know how that goes. Once they, once they get you back in, you're kind of stuck. But I was on there and I was just watching videos and, you know, I was like, oh, I'm, I have input. I have input that I want to add to that. Um, I disagree with that. I agree with that. And then my buddy Tyler made a video on YouTube and I was just like, damn, I'm feeling left out. I'm having some FOMO. I want to be creating again. And I was like, you know what? 
I just need to stop thinking. I think that a really huge obstacle for a lot of people when starting anything, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a project, is is just like you feel the need to to read books, to do research, to to think it through, to do all this shit, and then you just never get to it. At least that's how I am. If if I don't act on something that I'm feeling, and I think that thinking is something that I've done a lot of in the past ten years, and I don't really want to think as much anymore. I I want to live free. I want to. I trust myself now to have the right instincts. I trust myself to not do something stupid because I've put in a lot of years of work, and I just want to live a bit more free. I don't want to think things through like. This this might be coming off wrong because it's not like I want to be reckless and I want to be impulsive. It's just that I trust myself right now to make the right decision. So if I'm feeling the urge to create, then I'm going to create. And, and it doesn't matter if I do one episode or if I do 100 episodes. Like I just want to I want to connect with other people. I want to connect with guests. I want to connect with listeners. I want to be able to just air stuff out as far as like not so much negative or emotional shit like I've done in the past because I'm not that person anymore. Like I used to be the person to want to hop on the pod and like talk about things that were going wrong in life and how I was going to try and fix them and shit like that. But that doesn't feel like me anymore. Like I actually pay a professional now to do, to talk to um, that can actually help me instead of talking to my friends or the podcast listeners. So this is just kind of a different vibe. It's called Destination Unknown for a reason. So the the idea behind it is like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know what's going to happen in my life. I'd, I could feel totally different about a million things in life in a year. And it's not really about the destination. I, I know this is corny as fuck, but it's like, for real, when have we ever got to the end of something and and felt like, oh, I did it. I'm so happy. I never have to do anything ever again. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I did it. The destination, I have reached it, and I am here. Not, not very often. Like, it, it really is about the journey. It's about the things that you learn during the journey. It's about the, the lows and then being able to rebound from those lows and experiencing those highs. Like that's, that's really what life is about. And that's become pretty clear to me over the, the past 10 years. Now that doesn't mean I don't get attached to certain outcomes and I, I'm not driving towards something, but that's more just like a reason for me to enjoy the journey. Like I need something to work towards so that I can be in the journey. I can be present and enjoy that. That's kind of the idea behind the podcast and also why I started it. Like, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not just going to be like, oh my gosh, I need to sit on this for a month and see if it, if it feels right. It's just a fucking podcast. There's a million of them. No one probably listens anyway. Like you guys are obviously listening, but you know, it doesn't fucking matter. Just like a lot of things in life, our decisions probably aren't going to affect a lot of people. We should just do what the fuck we want to do. And that's that quick water drink. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's, let's kind of talk about new year's resolutions. So like I said in the intro, historically I have 
made some crazy New Year's resolutions. Maybe like, okay, every day I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to stretch for 30 minutes. I'm going to take an ice shower or a cold shower. I'm going to eat exactly 3,200 calories. I'm going to read, meditate, and go to sleep before 9 o'clock. And that lasts about three days. And then I'm exhausted. And then I'm not trusting myself in the future because I've kind of talked about this before. But like when you fail a certain number of times, like if I say today I'm going to read, I'm going to meditate, and I'm going to take a cold shower and I don't do those things, then it's, it's, it's like really hurting your self-confidence because it's like I can't trust myself now. And my brain might not know that, but my subconscious knows it. And that's just a really good way for me personally to not trust myself, to not have self-confidence because self-confidence is yourself trusting yourself. I said I'm going to do this. I know that it's going to get done. So I think for me, when doing New Year's resolutions, I need to be very, very cautious of if these are attainable, realistic goals, because if they're not, then I'm really just kind of hurting myself and my self-confidence in the future. So that's how I look at that. So instead of doing a New Year's resolution this year or resolutions, I decided to do priorities. So I, I sat down and I journaled and... I just I sat down and I decided what's important to me. What are what are a few things that I can look at and be like, okay, if I do these four things every day or weekly, my life is going to improve. So the four things that I came up with, and again, I'm going to talk about what they are, why this is important to me, and what I'm going to do to ensure it, like how I see it through. The four things are number one, sobriety. Number two, health and fitness. Number three, finances. And lastly, my social life. So let's kind of break these down one by one. The first one is sobriety. So why, why is sobriety important to me? Well, I can tell you this. If we just look at it as black and gray, black and white, zeros and ones, just, just looking at it like that, my life is 10 times better when I am sober. And that's a fact. That's clear as day. There's no debating it. That, that is clear as day. So that's why it's my number one priority. And also because it affects the things below it. Like if I'm not sober, I can't focus on health and fitness. I can't focus on finances and I can't focus on my social life. It's just not going to happen. If I drink, then I'm going to be focused on getting to the end of the day and drinking again. It's clear as day. I have hella years of data points to prove that. So that's why it's important. What I'm going to do to ensure it, I am, one, just going to make sure that I'm, I'm connecting with my sober, my sober network. So I have multiple networks, some online, um, been doing some, some in-person meetings, not as much, as of late, like I haven't gone in a few weeks. I don't know that AA is for me. I've, I've tried to give it a shot. I don't know that it's for me. It might be for you. It might be for others. Um, it just hasn't resonated with me, but I have my online meetings that I can go to. I have online friends that I've, some of them I met in person that I can speak with. I am going to keep talking about it with my therapist. We that's that's our top priority for 2024 is ensuring that 
sobriety's top of mind and I'm listening to a lot of sobriety podcasts. I'm making sure that my world is surrounded by sobriety content. So um, that's my number one priority. Number two is health and fitness. And what does this mean? So health and fitness, that could easily be looked at as like working out. But that's not exactly what I mean. What I mean by health and fitness is I want good mental health. I want good physical health. And I want to start looking towards the future with those things. So I want to start getting my body to a spot where, I mean, I'm 31 and I know that's not old. I'm fully aware that that's not old. I'm probably actually in the prime of my physical fitness, but I do have to be realistic about the fact that 40 is nine years away and I want to move well in my 40s, 50s, 60s. And that I believe that that starts now, whether that be strength and, you know, just strength conditioning, whether that be flexibility, whether that be diet, you know, I think about all the the diseases we get from our food. That's something that I feel like if I can tackle now in my 30s, then I'm setting myself up for a better life in my 40s and, and beyond. And that's, that's something where my food, I could probably be a lot more dialed in on. It's not like I eat bad by any means. But I could dig more into like, okay, what's causing inflammation? What's not good for me? What are what are ingredients I should be dodging? Those those types of things. And I just I really want to live a long, healthy, motivated life. So in order for me to get there, I need to start tackling those things now, in my belief. Now the flip side of that is not only physical health, but mental health. That's that's a, a priority that goes into that. So why is that important? Because I think if, if you don't prioritize mental health, it's something that maybe for me, like I haven't note, I I don't notice it slipping. I'm not like, Oh, I don't feel as good today as I did three weeks ago. It's more like you slip so slowly and then you look back months and you're like, damn, I'm, I'm not in the spot that I want to be. So I need to stay on top of that. And, and the way that I'm doing that is by therapy. Therapy is an amazing tool that I think everyone that does probably wishes that they implemented sooner in life. It's it's def, it's definitely something where it's just a nice space to check in with someone else, get neutral feedback. They don't have any bias. Um, they're just they're there to tell you the truth and to, to ask you questions to help you come to, to come to, come to the truth. And it's just, it's those two things are what set me up for the rest of my life, right? So like sobriety, health and fitness, if I'm tackling those two things, then that allows me to kind of fine tune the rest of my life, if you want to say it that way, uh, which parlays into the next one. So finances. Um, so why are finances important to me? This hasn't always been the case. So I, I used to not really worry about retirement or the future at all. Uh, mostly when in drinking mode. It was just something where I wasn't thinking about the future. I'm just thinking about today. And it's come to my my realization that the world is getting expensive as fuck by the day. Inflation's real as hell. 
wages are not going up with how much it costs to live. And therefore to do even, even small things like eat the right foods, that type of stuff is expensive. And so I want to make sure that I'm never in a spot where I have to be like, oh, I want to eat this healthy food or I want to have a yoga a yoga membership. I want to go to this fancy gym. I want to do this sauna and I can't because I can't afford it. So it's not like I, I would say this last year more than ever, I've really distanced myself from tangible things. It's, it's just not something that gets me excited anymore. I don't really care about new clothes or having a, a new whatever, whatever it might be. It's not that it doesn't give me that initial excitement. It's definitely fun to buy for about five seconds. But then after that, the feeling goes away, and now that thing is part of my life. That car is just the car that I drive. That hoodie is just the hoodie that I wear. Um, whatever it might be, it that it goes away so quick. So for me, what's become more important is, is how I feel. So how do I feel good? Food, workout classes. Like I, I know it's played out, but cold showers, ice plunges, that shit does feel good. Like there, there is something to it. And those are the things that I want to prioritize. Those are the things that I want to spend money on versus stuff that I know I have, you know, a lot of years of experience buying stupid shit. It wears off. It's it's not it's not exciting. It's not thrilling after so much, you know, after you've done it so many times. So I I guess what I'm saying is I really just want to have the finances to be able to support the life that I want to live because I prioritize feeling good and I want to spend my money on feeling good. That's what I want to do. And I never want to be in a position again where I can't fund those those types of things because it I mean that's like all we have on this like our experience on earth, all it is really at the the root of it is how we feel. So I want to do everything that I can to make sure that I feel my best. Hence, priority 2024. <laughs> and lastly, uh, social life. So I went on a decent amount of dates in, in 2023 on the, the dating apps. And I met some cool people. I had some fun. But as I reflect on it, it wasn't the most rewarding experience for me. And some would say that that is a social thing to do. And I agree. It, it is a social, like, it, it's a social thing to do. But I want to tackle my social life in 2024 with more of a perspective of, I just want to meet new people. And I, I'm, I'm, like, hesitant to even say this because then I'm almost even putting a an outcome on it. But... I do think if I just go meet more people, that makes it more likely that I will meet my wife or, you know, like I, I do want to air that out there, by the way, like I'm ready to find my wife. So I'm putting that out into the universe because I don't know, we're just going to, we're going to put it out there. I do want to find my person and 
I think that maybe putting the dating apps are weird, right? Like you meet and you've never met before. And there's all this pressure of like, hey, we're meeting to date. And then if after like two or three dates, you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. There's all of a sudden a lot of pressure on this relationship because you're not just friends. You're not you haven't just met at events and see each other around. It's like, hey, we met with the intention of dating or of possibly dating. So how do we navigate this? This is kind of a, a different territory. Um, it's, it's just really, it's a strange dynamic as far as meeting someone, putting a lot of pressure on, on what it's going to be. So I'm, I'm trying to get away from that and just go out and meet people, not even particularly like dating prospect like I shouldn't say dating prospects but like potential partners but just go out and meet people and then I think that it will happen more organically that way and again I I know I just applied a an outcome to that and that's not my intention well it is my (laughs) look at this this is why we podcast right because this is like a therapy moment where it's like huh am I am I doing this for a specific outcome or I don't know. Like it does kind of feel that way as I say it out loud. It it really does feel that way. And I think there is an underlying intention of that. But at the same time, I also know that it would be valuable for me to to go out there and meet people and just experience new people and and yeah, all that. Like it's never bad to connect with people. I think we all know that connection is connection is something that is really rewarding and feels good and yeah, so that was actually really interesting for me to work through because I, I I realized how much pressure I am putting on that to potentially meet my my next partner. So that, that'll be good for me to be aware of as I go into these social situations and ideally let go of that outcome. But all, right now, all I can do is be aware of it. That is That is all I can do as of now. So let's... Let's kind of round this out with looking back at 2023 and then looking forward to 2024. I want this to be known that I don't plan these podcasts. I I spend about three to five minutes coming up with a few prompts, but I haven't really thought about this a ton. So bear with me as this might be a little raw. What was 2023 like? For me, I feel like 2023 was okay. It was fine. It was lasagna. Lasagna, you're not taking lasagna to the the big party to impress anyone. You're taking lasagna to the party that you're close friends with. No one's going to judge you. Lasagna's fine. 2023, it was fine. Nothing bad happened. Nothing great happened. It was fine. And I don't think that that's what I want 2024 to be like. I'm, I'm okay with 2023 being, being fine. I'm okay with 2023 being fine because I do think that there's times in your life where you just need a year to almost chill out. You need a year to explore, explore new things. You need a year to figure things out, maybe make some changes, just 
a year to, you know, every year can't fucking be amazing. And there's going to be bad years too. There's going to be years where you bring like shitty stew to the party. And that's a real bummer. Don't do that. But there, there are going to be those years. 24, I'm trying to bring lobster to the party. Shrimp to the party. I'm trying to bring... That's all I got for nice dishes. I don't really eat nice food all that often. So that I'm, I'm trying to make 2024 pop. I want it to be a good year. Um, I want it to be a year of calm. I want it to be a year of calm. I just want to enjoy the things that I know work for me. I think the last year more than ever, I've really figured out what works for me as far as when do I feel good? When do I not feel good? And, and really looking at those things and being like, okay, I, I understand when I feel good, I'm doing these things. And when I'm not feeling good, I'm doing these things. And it sounds simple as shit, right? Like, but it's true. Like I want to do more things that make me feel good. And ironically, those things are actually the things that are good for me. It does seem to be that way. The things that are good for me actually make me feel good. They're just things that take discipline. They're things that are easy to skip. They're things that maybe our body naturally tells us not to do. But I just want to be very I want to be very intentional in this year of making sure that whoever I'm spending time with, whatever I'm listening to, whatever I'm watching, whatever I'm doing, I want it to make me feel good. And that sounds so simple. Like that sounds like the most obvious thing I've maybe ever said, but I still think it's true. And I want it to be just a calm. I don't know if calm's the right word. I want it to be a, I want it to be like a, (coughs) excuse me. I want it to be a soft year, like a soft, I don't want to use the word comfortable. That's, see, I told you this is, this is off the top of the dome. So I'm, I'm thinking about this as I'm saying it. Like I definitely want there to be motivation, drive and discipline. So those things would not make it soft or, or, you know, comfortable, but I want it to be done in a way that feels good. I want to enjoy what I'm working on. I want to enjoy going to the gym. I want to enjoy going to work. I want to enjoy being disciplined. I want the things that I do to feel good. So I think a lot of that's just like going back to what I was saying, finding what, what feels good. I feel super fucking lucky that I really enjoy my job. That has not always been the case. That's the case right now. So that makes it easier for me to say, I'm going to buckle down on work. I want to make good money because I enjoy what I do. So it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel miserable. Yeah, I got to be disciplined. Yeah, I got to be dialed in. Yeah, I got to show up every day. But that's different to me than doing something you don't want to do. So I think the the big thing for 24 for me is I want to make sure that whatever I do, and obviously this can't be the case at all times, but the majority of what I do feels good and benefits my life. And I think if I can get to those 
those things where 90% of my time I'm doing something that feels good and is benefiting me. And that could be rest. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh my God, like I grind all the time. I'm always reading. I'm always, oh, I'm doing all this shit. Like that could be rest. Maybe I'm enjoying rest and it's benefiting me because I need rest. I'm just saying like, I want the majority of my time to feel good and be good for me in whatever way that looks like. Whatever way that looks like. All right. I think that's all I got. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I know that's all I got. So I appreciate you listening. Maybe next week we'll have a guest. I know my friend Natalie Bell is going to hop on. Um, but yeah, looking for some, some other guests and hope you have a good one. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.